there is absolutely no record that six million people were put in concentration camps. They only have 16 million to begin with. Is the Just Jesse Show Season 2 One Or maybe it is Season 2 I don't know I still haven't edited that I never will I don't believe the original project file For that music exists <laughs> It does I don't know what the fuck it is I don't know if I still have the same software installed This is the digi- This is the digital age You create an iconic little jingle like that And you can never access it to remix it Because all the software is out of date. So as a 32-bit operating system, you can't open that on your new 64. It's like, oh, great, that's good. That's good. Maybe you should use Linux. Oh, and, like, never make music in the first place? Actually, I'd probably be better off. All right. This is going to be gay. I'm going to put this up as a free fag thing, too, because I want to I wanna have a, a nice, like, tidy little correction of the record, like an official... Not official because I don't I don't work for NJP in any capacity, but I am I am shocked and appalled as you are as to the uh, developments of the past week or so regarding Greg Conti and his basically his attempt at extortion of the party and uh, uh, yeah his actions and his uh, as far as I know now the entire the entire incident is completely resolved. Uh with basically it's backed all the way down to like Greg wants some way of getting out of what he did with his honor attacked, which is like, yeah, okay, but it's like, well, you should have thought of that before you like fucking sacrificed all your honor <laughs> into doing this little stunt that didn't work. Um, I'm not really sure if he's going to end up like retracting it. I have no fucking idea. I don't know how that works. I know that uh, the NJP in their official response to him made a, made a, a threat of litigation, and I don't think they're taking that lightly. I don't think that's bullshit. Um, it depends on the nature of... Well, anyway, I promised myself I wouldn't speculate or do hearsay on this. I'm just going to tell you everything that I know, so that you know. Because this entire thing was a lie. Um, Greg Conte was the first chief of staff of the National Justice Party. He was removed from that job at some point. I don't recall when. Uh, he and his right man, right hand man, a guy by the name of Kurt Vandal, were both uh, not good at their jobs. Uh, the party was frustrated with them and basically removed them from the from their capacity as chief of staff and assistant, whatever. Um, basically, just because of just autism and incompetence, uh, it was never really considered that there would be a, that disloyalty would become a factor, but it eventually became that. I don't know if it's because I don't know if Greg was just frustrated with losing that position and having it handed to Tony Hovater, or if he actually just thought he was a better Hitler than somebody else and therefore had to go. All I know is that it is uh, it was ugly, it was pathetic, and it was based 100% in lies and that he knew he was lying the whole time. So we'll get into it. He was removed as chief of staff, replaced by Tony Hovater. Uh, and then I guess resentment from that or from other factors we may not be aware of, I don't know. 
I don't know if somebody else was in his ear. I know he is in the super secret telegram chats of people that have conspired against the TRS uh, sphere before people that have made false allegations and attempts to sort of do sort of further like COINTELPRO efforts to break down uh, people's trust in the party itself or in uh, TRS itself. And that's a common tactic. Um, I don't know. I know he talks to people who have engaged in that before. He may have been put on by someone else. So this might may have been his entire thing. I don't know. All I know is Greg likes to put on airs that he's like this erudite, educated, well-grounded individual who knows his history and knows his ideology. But, uh, you know, he's using the words monsieur. That's supposed to be a signal when he says it. That's an affectation. When he calls Michael and Tony monsieur in that ranting, raving, 14-minute accusation voice message he left, you're supposed to be like, oh my goodness, this man is this man is saying mister in French. That means he's better than I am. I better... I better pause what I'm doing and take more seriously. What other foreign languages is this man going to rant at me in? That makes that makes me I'm me as a dumb American. Monsieur, I'm impressed by it's it's basically like it's the it's like the bit of giving everyone an English accent in a period film so that you take their fucking intellect more seriously. It's like that kind of thing. But in the end, it's just the same old American individualistic, well, if I can't do this, then I won't let you. Uh I don't like the way you're running this party. I've joined this collective. I'm loyal to the collective. The collective isn't listening to me. The collective isn't doing things that I want it to do. Therefore, now I'm an individual, and I'm going to destroy this collective because I'm going to. I want to throw a tantrum. It's just. It's just American and lowbrow as fuck. It's just like everybody else. That's the worst part. So, Greg was chief of staff, replaced by Tony. Uh, sometime later, uh, he began making noises about not being happy with the way the party is run. Uh, he would yell about internal opacity and lack of transparency. I don't know anything about that stuff. I don't know what I don't know what Greg's title even was at this point when he wasn't chief of staff anymore. So I don't know what sort of information he wanted from the rest of the party. And I don't know if they weren't providing it to him because like they're rolling his eyes at him, not taking him seriously. Because that's the thing that's been shattered is the any idea that like taking Greg seriously. Like I don't think Greg ever considered that he the only thing between him and lolcow status is that he had friends that were loyal to him, that they would just look past the personality quirks, look past the incompetence, look past the sort of like sort of cringe factor in how he carries himself in person as if you know they, they don't take no one takes him as seriously as he does, but also no one said anything because you're your friends and you're working together. Little did they know that in the background he they're not actually working together. He's working against them because he's mad. And so it's sort of a shock to come out with all these things and none of your false accusations carry the weight you think they do because in reality, like without the shield of the rest of the national justice party and, and people who knew you, like you are just a lol cow. It is just something to laugh at what is going on, like yelling and screaming and monsieur and all this stuff. Like it is, a, people took it as a joke. The, the rant itself discredited Greg as much as the details of how it was lie. And I'm going to break that down for you briefly right here. Uh, so as he was dismissed from being chief of staff, the resentment grew against Tony. Uh, he offered up solutions to how to reorganize the party. Uh, he basically looked to remove Mike as the chairman. He submitted a memo, a memo to the party that I have. I can read portions of it to you. Uh, but the rundown of it uh, is basically the, the COINTELPRO strategy of remove Mike and replace him with Warren. 
that was in there. For whatever reason, everyone thinks Warren is who they can use. Like I think Thomas Sewell said the same thing. Everyone thinks that if you put Warren in the NJP, somehow he would be, he could be a puppet of someone else. And is I don't know. I'd be pretty pissed if I was Warren. I'm actually pretty pissed. People think that he's some kind of that he's some kind of weak link that can be manipulated. He's not, and uh, whatever. So replace Mike with Warren. Give Mike a uh, ceremonial position that is meaningless. Do a cl- do a classic uh, do a classic coup narrative that like oh, you know the chairman is is medically unwell and he wishes to step down. Like that's kind of a lie you tell your little so your as your as your military junta takes uh, takes power. Uh, what was the other thing? The disbandment of the board, reinstatement of Greg as the chief of staff, and Tony banished to the hinterlands of Ohio, where he can run pool parties and never be seen from again. That's basically what was between the lines in there. Uh, then there was a little minutiae about salaries and whatnot. Uh, there's obvious butt hurt that uh, he wants he wants a total separation of TRS and NJP. He's been on this as well. It's like, and that's just not practical. Web traffic and promotion for NJP comes from TRS. Shutting down TRS just means you're starting from a very, from from a much lower profile to try to promote the NJP. So it's just asinine and out of the, and out of the question. Um, I think there's also some resentment against Warren, who is a salaried employee of the right stuff as he, uh, as he replaced James Alsip in his position, uh, I think a little more than a year ago, whenever that was. Time really compresses for me, guys. I hope I don't get these dates wrong. <laughs> Everything feels like it happened either last week or 10 years ago for me. So, and uh, the really relevant passage that I that alarmed me that should that should basically illustrate everything that happened here. So after, in his proposal, after we've removed Mike and relegated him to a ceremonial position, we've disbanded the board of directors, disbanded the board of the National Justice Party, installed Warren as president, and Greg as chief of staff, who I guess presumably is going to be the puppet master. I'm not really sure like what the outcome was. Uh, he makes he makes this threat, this sort of like, I don't know if he didn't think this would read as a threat, or I don't know. In order to avoid embarrassing anyone, that's an interesting turn of phrase. Like, who would be embarrassed by the reorganization of a party? You're, you're saying there there could be some embarrassment. What is, what's going on here? In order to invo- avoid embarrassing anyone, upon the unanimous acceptance of this proposal by the existing board, I will drop my charges against Mike and Tony. His charges of, I guess, misappropriating funds. Actually, at this point, the charges were not known. The misappropriation of funds, had it hadn't occurred to him to accuse him of this stuff yet. This was the day before that happened. Uh, but that's an interesting way of putting it. So as long, if the board unanimously approves my my radical reorganization of this institution, ouster of its leadership, and, and, uh, and placing myself in second command, I'll drop my charges. Basically, he's saying like, it's 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 a it's a holdup. It's this is a ransom note. Um, Mike, uh, I will then work with Mike Warren and Tony to devise an official explanation of this reorganization. Yeah, because the actual explanation is not really good. Is not going to work for you. It's like you try to take the party over, and you fail. Like this was this was an attempt at a coup. He had no support for it. 
I mean, there's not one, there's no votes on the board in favor of this. Like no one wants to do this, but Greg Conti and it's unclear as to why you can only speculate. And if you speculate, you come up with the worst possible scenarios in your mind as to why someone would do this. And uh, basically, it's a threat that if, if I, I will, if, if in order to avoid embarrassing anyone, that what he's saying is, if you don't agree to this, I'm going to embarrass you. And he made good on that. That's the only that's the only position in which Greg Conti wasn't lying. He made good on his threat to try to embarrass the National Justice Party by going public with a ridiculous allegation he knew was untru- he knew was untrue. So on uh, February 13th of 2023, this document was officially submitted and rejected. And it was unanimously rejected by the board. And papers were signed removing Greg Conti from the board, from the LLC, from the Articles of Organization. Thereof, he's out. Gone. The only a loose end to that, I believe, is that uh, the parties relevant would have to arrive in person at a bank branch to transfer, to take Gregory Conti's name off of the bank account and uh, replace his name with others. Uh, he, for whatever reason, he says this in his 14-minute uh, rant where he accuses all everyone of all kinds of wrongdoing. He admits to, after the fact of having signed these things away, uh, removing the other party members' access. I believe it was Tony. Last night, I checked the bank records for NJP's corporate entity. Mr. Hovader, Chief of Staff, and I, owner, are the only two people with access to this bank account. What I found was deeply concerning. $10,000 had been transferred on 13th February 2023 from party funds to a Kraken cryptocurrency account belonging to Mr. Hovader. And he says on the 13th, the 13th is the day he signed the documents relinquishing his so-called, what he just called ownership. If you want to indulge in his sort of mischaracterization of how these things work. He had relinquished his so-called ownership and therefore should not have had access to the bank account anymore at all. But it's funny he mentions that he and Tony are the only ones with access. Well, who had access to the, uh, the crypto? Oh, you and Tony. But we'll just leave that out strategically to basically lie and make an accusation again for the purpose of making good on his extortion threat that if the National Justice Party did not reorganize itself in a way that he saw fit for his own ends, that he would do this to them. Has a similar transaction occurred? At no other time has money been moved from the NJP account to this or any other cryptocurrency exchange. I have records to prove all of this. If this matter ever comes before a court, the bank can authenticate these records. This is part of an ongoing pattern of behavior, of secrecy, of lies, of deception. Thus, in the interest of preventing any further money grabs, I have removed Mr. Hovader from the account. Removing Tony from the bank account so that Tony and thereby the NJP itself cannot access this checking account anymore. He was holding it hostage. And he proceeded to post a screenshot of transactions from that bank account, one of which was a transfer to a Kraken crypto exchange account in the name of William Hovader, Tony Exposed. He's a bill. He got money from Bill. $10,000 was being moved from the T- or, sorry, the NJP checking account into a Kraken account, which 
had which bore the name William Hovader. As I shared with everyone last week, um, he inte- he's attempting to insinuate that $10,000 in money was just being given to Tony Hovader's crypto account. The allegation that this was a personal payout to Tony, which, uh, among having other other explanations for explanations for, would be possible. Uh, you actually cannot wire money between a crypto exchange account and a checking account that aren't owned by. They have to both be owned by the same entity. You cannot initiate a wire transfer from a Kraken account owned by Tony Hovader from a checking account owned by the National Justice Party. That both accounts have to be owned by the same entity be that entity a business entity or a, 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 a private taxpayer's entity. They have the, the TINs have to match up, the social security numbers or the taxpayer identification number. They both have to they have to match up. It's just a banking regulation. It's not like it's not like me agreeing to wire you money in payment for something where I initiate an ACH transfer from my bank to yours. Like no, this is for the purpose of purchasing, buying and selling crypto, investing in crypto you cannot use that as a method of paying other people. Wire transfer has to go from an NJP account in a bank to an NJP account on a crypto exchange. And that is what happened. And the worst part of the lie is Greg knew that's what happened. And he reacted to the accusations that he knew that happened in his little backpedal. I have his backpedal. And I emailed it to myself as well. I'm all organized today. He says the day after in which he backpedaled from all these accusations because it was discovered that what I just said was true. You cannot do what he was. You cannot take dollars from a business checking account and wire them to a private individual's crypto exchange account. You just cannot do it. Today, I finally received documents showing where the $10,000 went. If it is, in fact, the case that Tony Hovater transferred money to a new corporate Kraken account, it's not the case. It would have to be the same one that had been open the entire time. Uh, this is the day after the NJP was reorganized and uh, Gregory was removed from the articles of organization or the articles were amended to remove him. Uh, it's the next day after that happened. You cannot get an institutional account open. That's what they call a business account on the exchanges, the crypto exchanges, institutional accounts. You cannot get one open in 24 hours. It takes several days for them to do a know your customer check to make sure that this isn't some fake entity shut up to set up to like launder money through crypto. There's all kinds of potential for financial crime out there. And these uh, banks and crypto exchanges are doing everything they can to try to prevent it. And as a side effect of it, it's also a good method for censorship, financial censorship. They can, they cite these regulations all the time. It's been done to me, etc. But uh, there is no new Kraken account. It's the same Kraken account that the NJP had opened the entire time, the account of which uh, Gregory Conte would be a co-signer on, because as a member of the LLC, as a shareholder, uh, as indicated by the articles of organization, and... Well, and hearsay. I don't want to repeat hearsay, but it, the these Greg says in his message that Tony and Greg were the names on the checking account. You were also the names on the crypto account. So Greg is pretending to not know about the crypto account. He's pretending to not know that the money went to a crypto account. It's all lies. Uh, the case that Tony Hovater transferred money to a new corporate 
crack an account on orders from Mike Painovich. Such an action was taken without the full knowledge of the board. What he means by that is it was done without Gregory Conte's knowledge because as he says earlier in his post, on on the 13th, I legally relinquished my association with the NJP. They are confused. I signed documents relinquishing legal liability from NJP LLC, which do not take effect until acknowledged by the state. No, they're backdated. They're backdated. So when they release, when the state receives those documents and processes them, it will be recognized that on February 13th, at least, you are no longer part of the NJP. You don't get to say this relinquishing legal liability from the NJPLLC. He's like, no, you've rel- relinquished all claims to it, not just liability, everything about it. You relinquish claim, claims to any bank accounts or crypto accounts in its name because you are no longer on the board. You are no longer a member. You are no longer a shareholder. You're out. And he says he did not resign from the board or I've not been formally fired. I just assume that that's just those are just lies. but this is all just extremely painful. And he just contradicts himself and tells you what his lies are throughout the entire um, incident. And it's pathetic. So also in his statement, he says, uh, such actions, so the transfer was taken without full knowledge of the board. The only person that not without knowledge of the transfer was Gregory Conti, the man that was being thrown off the board. And it indicates serious problems with the corporate oversight of NJP's fiscal situation. You cannot make up corporate governments on the fly. Actually, you can. When you have a privately held LLC, you can do whatever you want as far as corporate governance is concerned. Including, including taking a board member who's incompetent and just basically not telling him anything anymore because he's not competent until such time as you finally get around to removing him. That's all totally fair play. This is not a publicly held uh, corporation that's publicly traded, that has a board of directors that is open to public scrutiny and shareholder meetings. Like, no, this is a privately held LLC that used to have seven shareholders and now has six. Privately held corporation. You can make up corporate governance on the fly. What you can't do, Mr. Conti, is take over a privately held LLC without any support from any of your colleagues. You cannot be one man against the board. You will get the results that we see here. Normal people would just take their lumps and walk away with honor. Instead, you threw a hissy fit. You screamed and cried and kicked your feet. You still didn't get what you wanted. You settled for, I'm going to make NJP's uh, haters happy. I'm going to make the federal authorities happy. I'm going to make the ADL happy by trying to do damage to their reputation in the eyes of any potential supporters out there. It doesn't work that way, but that's the assumption. It was so blatantly stupid and so easy to pick apart and expose as a total lie that no one can use it anymore. Once again, as you, and this is sort of what offended me a little bit about when this happened is like the amount of questions I got, like when I first heard about it, I didn't know anything. It's like, they're like, what is this $10,000 transfer? I'm like, I don't fucking know. How should I know? I'm not in the NJP. I don't know. What do you mean? What's this 10,000? It could be anything. It could literally be. Why does it have to be a bad thing? Because this idiot said so. 
I'm sorry. Is this the, is this your first? Is this the first time someone's made up lies about TRS or NJP, and you're just your default is I better believe them and look for an explanation. People who slander TRS, people who slander the NJP, are always lying. They've never been truthful. They're always proven wrong. They rely on they rely on your low trust attitude if you have one. They rely on you not knowing how things work and not being interested in looking into them, which is why he thought this lie would be effective. Most people don't know the rule about crypto exchanges and bank accounts and wire transfers. They don't know. So if you put that out there, no one's going to know that this technicality disproves your accusation. And it's possible they're not going to look into it. It's likely they're not going to look into it. And so this, they, this the COINTELPRO people believe, gives them the leeway, gives them enough room to run with. But in this time, it just smashed into a wall, and you look like an idiot. This is generally how this stuff works. And this one just, well, luckily, this one was so blatant and so simple that, I mean, it could land Greg in like legal trouble if it's so blatant and so simple to pick apart. And it's so easy to see that he had the knowledge he's claiming he didn't have. It's pretty plain to see, even from the without having any insider information, that, oh yeah, this guy knows he's lying. Because how would you open a how would you open a crypto account without Mr. LLC owner signing off on it? The answer is you don't. For the sake of our trusting supporters and in the interest of our budding movement. I demand that Messrs. Painovich and Hovater provide an explanation and that they back it up with authentic documents, including payroll information and crypto records. Financial records. You know, there's, there are, you know, there are people besides Gregory Conti who want to see full transparency on the transparency of the NJP's finances. That serves somebody else's uh, ends. The enemy. This is what the enemy wants this. This is what it makes it entirely so suspect is that he's basically demanding something the enemy wants out of, you know, they have long, the enemy has long been complaining that TRS and the NJP and other, uh, other dissident, whatever you want to call it, outlets out there are using Bitcoin. They're using methods online to conceal how much Bitcoin is actually... You remember the old days used to be able to track. Oh, Andrew Anglin has like this many millions of dollars in Bitcoin in this wallet. It was like, no one does that anymore. They, and they've complained to Congress about it, that they don't have an idea of how, of how much money little organizations such as ours are dealing with. And they want to know. They want to know so they can access the threshold because they're fucking scared. And here is a scandal cooked up by Greg and any possible co-conspirators, which I can't rule out that, that he has co- that he doesn't have co-conspirators. With one of the demands being, show us your financial records, your payroll records, and your crypto exchange records. How about no? The explanation is that you are lying. That you know that the National Justice Party has a crypto account. You know that's where the transfer went to from the National Justice Party checking account. And everyone else that wants to, any, a, any bank or court of law can validate the fact that it is impossible that those funds went anywhere else. Individuals from the NJP also indicate their statement that they intend to pursue legal action against me. I am fully prepared for such action since I have all the evidence on my side, but I very much doubt they will since they would not enjoy the results. Again, this is bluster. 
Um, again, every, everything has been resolved regarding bank accounts, crypto accounts. Funds have all been placed back into their rightful hands. Accounts have been restored. Uh, the little stunt is over. All that really remains is what's the aftermath going to be? What is what is Gregory going to have to say to avoid legal action? Because there is no evidence on his side. All of the evidence, even the circumstantial evidence, points to he lied. He lied. He lied, and it's made explicit in that threat. He made an explicit threat in that PDF that I read to you that if his terms are not agreed to, there will be embarrassment. So, he says that when uh, he says that when the settlement, he claims that when his settlement, when he refused settlement with them to go away, to leave the party quietly, he refused. So, it's it's extortion. Again, so I don't really know what else to say about it. Um, if you go listen to his 14 minute rant, it's very unhinged. Um, it's not based in reality. Um. The thing that gets me the most is he sort of admits to what could be construed as a criminal act. He says in his 14... Well, I should just play it in his own words. Thus, in the interest of preventing any further money grabs, I have removed Mr. Hovader from the account. Signed the documents removing himself from the NJPLLC, but then he also went ahead and he removed Tony from the bank account. Leaving him with sole, leaving himself with sole control over the bank account. I was like, well, that's that's not your bank account anymore. Those aren't your funds. You're out of the LLC. I mean, it's a it's a bureaucratic sort of not gray area. Like it's just sort of it's a loose end that's not tied up yet. Where you know these papers have been signed, but these ones haven't yet because you have to go to physically go to a bank branch to do it, and you sort of took advantage in, in bad faith on, under the guise that you're going to take the money and give it to a cause that you think fits with what it's what the contributors wanted. The contributors wanted to give money to the NJP as run by Chairman Mike Painovich and the board. That's what they wanted. You're just morally and legally in the wrong. You're, you've taken, you've hijacked control over a bank account for a business entity of which you've been removed from all the paperwork, which means you have no claim to it anymore. It's just, it's, it's not legal. It's immoral, and frankly, it's childish and selfish. And uh, I guess that's all there really is to say about it. I don't believe there's anything else that I left out. Oh, this good. It's only been 20 minutes. I already did this once, and I went on for longer than this because I'm sloppy and boring, and I like to hear myself talk. But I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. Gregory Conti, um, essentially, as it comes down to, sadly, was not as loyal as everyone thought he was. Uh, he was unfortunately incompetent in his duties as a uh, chief of staff for the party. Uh, his competence in understanding uh, German history, ide- ideology, Third Reich, National Socialism, um, unfortunately, that competence doesn't translate to anywhere else that's going on with him. It's just in that it's in that realm only, and it gives people and it gives himself a sort of false sense of. I don't know, there's a false sense of confidence in him and his character, obviously, because his character is, as we can see here, deeply flawed, because when uh, he was not getting his way, he resorted to extortion, lies, slander, and uh, may end up and may end up paying a price for that. We'll see. Humiliation has already been part of it. I mean, there's enough people making fun of him now that it's almost like this, 
this little sum up that I'm doing is almost not necessary. And I'm sure I'll want to amend it. I'm sure I'll forgot something, but uh, I'm going to just cut this off right here and think about it. I'll be back. <laughs> 